0: Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to day nine of National Podcast Post Month. Here on the Odd Data Podcast, I realized that I haven't this whole month been mentioning I'm your host, Adam Higgins, the Odd Dad Out, And because I've decided to kind of split up the normal weekly show segments, it is Friday, and if you're a a fan of the Twitterverse, on Fridays, there is this little follow Friday. Being as it is follow Friday, where you share the other shows and the other hosts and the other people that you think other people should follow, I decided that would absolutely be the best day of the week for me to come in with this week's recommended listening. (laughs) So, if you've listened for any amount of time outside of these daily things for November, you would know that I normally have a clip to represent the show. Unfortunately, I don't have that. It's you know, a relatively short notice. Um, they are a relatively new show and their format. It, it's not as easy for me to just go in and, and pull a clip that represents the show because it's it's an interview-based show. But if you hadn't already noticed in the title and the artwork, this week's recommended listening feature is the Millennial Pagan Podcast, which I also have mentioned Twice before during the week, if you were listening to all the daily bits. So, to describe this show, let me just take their own words. The Millennial Pagan Podcast is a voice to the growing number of pagan millennials and our brand of witchcraft, magic, practice, and worship. Our goal is to explore the future of paganism through the tough and controversial topics that affect pagans, witches, polytheists, and occultists in our ever changing world promoting a peaceful understanding of paganism in the media. So I started listening to this show because of the pagan pride festival that was coming up that we, and I talked about a little bit, uh, from last weekend, which I mentioned, I, I actually met them at that festival, um, Phoenix, it's a festival in Phoenix. We were going, and like I said, my wife found out they were going to be there. So I looked into them and I started listening and they're only an episode 14 or 15 right now. And they actually do. A, they probably put out as much content for their Patreon supporters as they do in their regular show. But um, yeah, so they don't have a lot. It's a relatively new show and they don't have the 100% most consistent release schedule yet. Again, they're like 14 episodes in you know look at me i was probably took me the better part of a 6 months to get 14 episodes in but you know the thing about this show is if this is in any way part of your life or your thought process it's worth checking out and i know i've i drop little bits here and there that about that, in my family, we are a pagan household, and that and we don't get into it too much, not really the place or the platform for it, but it's interesting enough to finding this show, and it's another one of those cases where I'm finding shows and more podcasters in phoenix and i'm that I'm really interested in is really cool, and then that there's another show that's kind of filling this spot and that is talking about something that really actually directly affects my family and you know and and it deals with issues and it's educating me and my wife doesn't listen because she's not really she's dialing back her podcast listening right now but whatever but it's really helping me with education and things and a lot of it is learning about the community here in Phoenix and finding out, I mean, I have I've always said that Phoenix is a much more twisted city than we're given credit for. You know, everyone thinks of it's, you know, it's Phoenix. It's a land of the desert. And, and you might think of the sports teams and about it. <laughs> you think of it as just another big city in the middle of the desert with a bunch of sports teams. And I've always known that, you know, the d- deep inside of Phoenix, we are kind of the, we're the other guys. We're the, you know, you'd call us the twisted ones. We're the, the, the pagan community in Phoenix is much larger than you would think. And I always joke about, you know, the the sign of Phoenix has always had a twisted, you know, underlying dark sense of humor when the sun's fight song used to be the theme for the Adams family. Not kidding. And so when I started listening to this show, it was opening me up to learning more about the communities and the variety of communities. I didn't know that there is actually a a Druid temple um, out here. There are, I mean, you don't think about those things. You think about Christian churches. You think about uh jewish the synagogues and mosques and things like that the big three religions you don't think about all of the other um you know the not big three basically you don't think about all of the rest of them or let's add it all up all of the rest of them get lumped into one big category for the most part with exception to satanists because Satanist or Satanist very specifically, but for the most part, they all get lumped into the category of pagans. And it's a big difference between your great grandma, who you know somebody said was a witch, and your sister. And the you know, it's there's a big difference in the different practices and you know people might you know it. it's 2018 people are more familiar with with pagan religions now but the general public is still their information is still fed by general public information and mainstream media which generally don't understand the other religions it's, it's big three that's it general public is the big three and you know it's (laughs) anybody who gets offended by this comparison don't get mad at me i swear I, i mean this with all the best go to big five sports those are the only sports that matter right there's a big five you're not going to be picking up curling equipment you're not you're not picking up lacrosse gear you're not going to be picking up you know badminton gear, necessarily it's big five that's the big five sports, you know the general public does not give a crap or know anything about those other things. Incidentally, my wife and I are actually really into curling I think i've I've shared this shame before, but that's basically it every it's basically the big ones, the big five or the big three. And everything else. And everything else is just everything else. And listening to the Millennial Pagan podcast, and listening to uh, I'm sorry, I don't think I've mentioned their names. I'm so sorry, guys. Um, uh, Autumn Wolf and Jared Stone, who again I met over at at the Pagan Pride Festival and are really cool people, and they're their conversations are, are hilarious because sometimes they get as sidetracked as I do sometimes, but they bring on people and they have these conversations teaching about different sort of different paths and, you know, the different things it means to be a pagan in 2018 and they're young people, again, millennials who, you know, they're not your, your grandma's witches. These may be the kids who felt a kinship and got into paganism or witchcraft or whatever from reading Harry Potter or from watching Hocus Pocus or from watching The Craft or the Sabrina the Teenage Witch or charmed or, or a million other things that have introduced witchcraft and paganism in some form whether it's Wicca Or any other thing to the mainstream mindset, these are the, you know, this were the generation of witches who came from those who may have been stimulated by those media. And it's kind of taking that perspective because when it comes down to it, these are the ancient religions, these are people who are. Following religions that predate Judaism and Christianity. And, you know, we're it's following the, you know, to a certain degree, the practices and the belief structures and and some of the rituals may be modified and updated because again, it's 2018 and they're millennials, and what do millennials like to do more than make things their own? But changing all of these things and modifying these things, but bringing these ancient, ancient, ancient practices into modern times. And it's, it's a very different sort of thing. And when you say I'm a witch to a normal person, I say normal to the average person. When you say I'm a witch, they get confused. And probably 10, 15 years ago, they would freak out on you and scream you you worship the devil. And I actually used to get that when I was in middle school when I was still a practicing catholic. <laughs> but you know, it's an interesting sort of thing the way they bring people on and they they educate. And that's the thing is that it's educating from that millennial perspective and talking about like maybe your version of a god that you pray to maybe you uh follow the Norse pantheon maybe you pray to the Norse gods maybe you identify with Loki but the Loki in your head looks like Tom Hiddleston okay that is your interpretation and that's okay it's 2018 if you think of Loki you think of Tom Hiddleston. That's just kind of the way that is. You know, back in the early '90s, if you thought of Loki, you probably thought of Jim Carrey in The Mask. Call back to that movie. Yeah, The Mask was a representation of Loki. Or if you're a CW fan, you think of Loki. You think of, you know, I can't even remember the actor's name now, <laughs> but. If you're a fan of Supernatural, he popped up there too. There are many interpretations. Where is where is your mind? Where is your heart? Where is your feeling? And in the millennial mindset, in the millennial pagan culture, it's taking it's taking all of these new things and these old things and putting them together. But learning about them, I've, I've listening to this show. I've learned so much about this, and it inspires me to want to learn more and to get more education so that when my boys have questions i can answer them better and educate them better because you know when it comes to that stuff i'm not the most educated and you know when <laughs> when we are solitary and you know kind of hermits as we are we, we don't have a lot of experiences. We don't go out and, and intermingle much. And so we don't have people out there to learn from directly to help us teach our children. It's very much us. And so, you know, it, it inspires me to want to learn more. And if you're at all curious, because this isn't, you know, it's kind of me going on about this show a little more. I mean, and I'm going to say, this is absolutely 100% not the show for everybody. I'm going to say, and I've said that before for a few other shows, but I do think that if you're at all curious, even if you don't necessarily, you know, if it's it may not be your cup of tea, like what? Cause that's just the nature of this type of show. It has a particular religious focus. Okay it's fine. Now, this is also a case of education because say you don't know anything about this, you know, nothing about modern pagans and you just associate pagans with, you know, human sacrifices and, and, you know, witches and burning people and cannibals or whatever, whatever crazy thing you have in your head when you hear the word pagans. Or maybe just that I didn't know those were still a thing. Whatever. Um, Educate yourself. It's worth listening to because they really get into a lot of things. And I've learned a lot listening to them and listening to their guests. And yeah, it's sometimes it's a little woo, as they say. But we're also talking about witches here. (laughs) If it wasn't even if it wasn't. At least a little woo then you almost couldn't claim the name of the show accurately all that said it's worth listening to it really is and again if you're at all curious or if you find yourself in that same category if you yourself are a millennial pagan or curious about the craft or really like the craft or or charmed or whatever if the thought has ever crossed your mind give them a shot, listen to the show, learn some things and see what, see what you can get out of it. And you know, it's, it's been very educational for me. Like I've said repeatedly, because you know, I'm a broken record, but it's worth checking out and <clears throat> forgive me. I've probably gone on longer than I can. My voice is not doing so great today. So Yeah. Check them out. And again, that's the Millennial Pagan podcast with Autumn Wolf and Jarrah Stone. Really awesome people. They're really funny. And I'm hoping to get to work with them a little bit in the future. If only because we're both pod, you know, we're podcasters in the Phoenix area. (laughs) Once again, they're on the other side of town for me because everybody's on the other side of town for me. But anyway, check them out at paganpod.podbean.com or look them up on the facebook and twitter and instagram just search for millennial pagan podcast and they're right there of course links will be in the show notes and once i get around to updating all the stuff on the website they will also be in the recommended listening section at odd but now that i have strained my lungs and my voice I'm going to call that a show for today. Thank you for putting up with all of my weirdness and craziness this week cuz you know, I just kind of go sometimes. And so it's been it's been a rough week trying to keep up with this stuff and being sick. But thank you for your patience and and for tuning in. Remember, you can Follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Out. email show at odddadoutpodcast.com. If you have a topic for me to talk about or a show you think I should check out for a future recommended listening segment, hit me up on all of the places, drop me a line. Or if you have a podcast promo, anybody out there you want me to play once I get back into throwing them into rotation, Again, throw them at me, show at odddadapodcast.com. And I said I was done talking, but man, I just keep going. So that's it for me today. I will catch you tomorrow with I don't know what. And until then, thank you and good night.